What's up, Monica? Hey, Hi, Monica. guys. What's up, Coach? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> uh, nothing much. Hi, Jakia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Coach, when did you go to, to McNamara from Woodson? 2013. I just finished my seventh year. So time flies, you know, when you have fun and try to build it. It's been truly been a blessing. And like having young ladies like Jakia, I mean, that, that makes it even better. You ready to get this popping, Monica? I am all set. Step into the mic today. We actually have two guests, Bishop McNamara, head uh, girls basketball coach, Frank Oliver. And let me try to run down the list. Uh, all ACC freshman team honoree, Marilyn Gatorade player of the year when she was in high school, uh, Jordan Ann McDonald's All-American, Jakia Brown Turner. Monica, you know when we get somebody like this on the show, we got to give them a soul clap, right? <laughs> give her a soul clap. That's right. I my clap was, but I clapped. <laughs> All right, Jakia, you know, thanks first and foremost for stepping to the mic today. And I, I was looking at NC State's success in your freshman year, 28-4, and four, and then I noticed you won the ACC tournament for the first time since 1991, which is years before you were born. So describe that feeling, what it was like for you, for Coach, and then what it was like the next day when you find out that the NCAA tournament was canceled, the high and then the low of hair and both. What went through your mind at that time? Um, well, this is what our team has been working for since preseason, and we always knew that our goal was to win ACC championships. So me and my teammates, we were very excited and happy just to bring the ch the, this championship back to Raleigh. You know, it's been so many years. But after the championship, when it the, when we found out the NCAA's were like getting canceled, it was kind of heartbreaking. But we we really thought like we ended good, you know, winning the championship. But it was just heartbreaking because we knew that we could have went further and we could have went far in the championship NCAA's. How far? Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> as far as we could have trying <laughs> to get to the final four, we want, we really wanted to make it past the Sweet Sixteen because the past couple years we like stop there i will say having been on site you guys were definitely playing the best basketball that i had seen all season out of the acc and i somebody asked me like who would you put in the final four and i said if nc state kept playing the way they were at the tournament they could have gotten there but um it was an it was a special year for you as a freshman let me tell you at one point you were on my list for rookie of the year for sure um, both you and Jada, the quality minutes that you guys played, what was that dynamic? I mean, sometimes rookies struggle with that curve of adjusting. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle, but my teammates definitely, um, our senior guards, Ace, definitely the guards, Ace, Kai, they definitely brought me up and kept talking to me and just brought me along. Wait, hold up. You know, you played 29 minutes as a freshman. I know you just pointed to the seniors, but that sounds crazy to me. Like, were you just exhausted uh, when they stopped play, or, like, were you expecting to play that much? Like, take us through how your body felt at the, at the end of the season. Um, honestly, by the end of the season, it, I definitely had to recover more after games, and especially at the practices, um, ice baths and using Normatec. It definitely was tiring after these games, but we had to keep pushing to get what we wanted. Listen, Jakia, tell us, man, you ain't trying to hear nothing about being a freshman. 29 minutes, if you can ball, you get on the floor. That's the bottom line. <laughs> um, Coach, for you, McNamara, a story program in this area, very successful. But what was it like watching your former player 
at the next level having so much success early on? No, it was exciting. Um, just to get opportunity to watch her play on that stage, um, which I knew that she was prepared for, you know, from the first from the first time I met her. Um, it was definitely an honor. I was I was excited, you know, watching every single game. And um, fortunately, I had I was able to watch them online because um, I wasn't able to get down there this year. You know, obviously coaching my team, but um, I was very proud of her. Very proud. Coach, you know, we talked about how you've been in McNamara for, what, seven, eight years now, and you're doing a great job there. You have All-Americans and people are like, oh, coach from McNamara. But, man, your time at Woodson, I mean, you won 98 straight league games. But the most impressive thing to me is something that has eluded me for years that I've been trying to do is you got to meet President Barack Obama. Please explain to me what that experience was like because this man is a ghost. He'll be in the room, and I'll have the opportunity to meet him, and then he's gone. I'm like, man, if I could just shake that man's hand one time. So please tell me what that experience was like. No, it was an awesome experience. Uh, as you know, President Obama was elected in 2008, and um, his first Easter egg uh, role was uh, in 2009 in the spring. And I told my team before the season, I said, if we win the city title again, because uh, we had won it the year before, we go back to back. I said, I have a good feeling that we might get invited. Now, that was just, you know, my intuition. But I did get a call from the State Department after the season, and they invited us to host uh, the first, you know, Easter egg role with President Obama, and a lot of celebrities were there. Uh, a lot of, you know, Marissa Coleman was there. A lot of WNBA players were there. Uh, Swain Cash. So we got a chance to meet everybody. Our president, um, the president was there, obviously, and Joe Biden was there. Got a chance to meet him as well. Arne Duncan, the Secretary of Education. So it was just a wonderful experience. And he knew exactly who we were, which was even more surprising. He shook everybody's hand. So it was just an awesome experience. I mean, it was something I'll never forget. Man. Chris won't forget it either. He's very excited for you. <laughs> if there's one person ever, you know how people go, oh, in history, I'm like, right. Barack Obama. I don't have to go to someone who lived 200 years ago. So, yeah. I mean, you're a superhero to me just because of that. I'll say that. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, y'all. Right, so both of you have a tremendous resume. Jakia obviously still doing her thing, putting in work on that 94-foot hardwood. Coach, I remember you at Woodson for different reasons. It was a pleasure right. competing against you. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Um, recently, we had the documentary come out. Jakia, did you get a chance to watch um, what something in the water? In the water? Yeah, I watched yeah, it. Right. Girl, I'm yeah. thinking of song show. You know what I mean. All right, so here's the thing that I think is so unique about our area. Those guys were my contemporaries coming up in high school, but we've had other guests on this podcast that did it way before we were even born, our parents had even met. And now you're up, Jakia. Like, do you still see folks taking that much pride in this area, on the women's circuit in particular? Oh, I definitely see that. Like, the game has really, like, evolved since, especially since the people that's been in the documentary. But the documentary really just made me proud, like, to be from Prince George's County and to, like, keep working. Because the competition around here is very, like, difficult and challenging. You have to compete here. Coach, you obviously been doing it. What other young women do you think could have been tossed in there, the chicks that you've coached and played against? Oh, no, I mean, it, the list goes on and on. Having those battles with, uh, with Coach Richardson at Riverdale Baptist, uh, you know, she had at least three of three WNBA players on the team. John Quayle Jones, Jenny Sims yeah. was on that, uh, Chloe was on that team. Um, so they were, they were always loaded. I mean, you knew that you had to go through Riverdale Baptist at that time, you know, with uh, Coach Richardson coaching and uh, Juanisha Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Was on that team. I mean, I could, I could go. Demaria Lyles, I believe. Yeah. I, mean, I can go. I can go down the, the list, and uh, 
think Portia Grant might have played with you. Holy uh, Cross, Anna come Lydia. on, give me my girl, give me my girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Holy Cross. I told I told my kids I said Holy Cross was the top team in the WCAC uh, when I was at Woodson. So and we played against you guys in the city title. So yeah, I mean the area has a lot of talent. Uh, and you, you can even go to uh, some of the public schools, you know, with, uh, with Coach Mike Struther, yep. uh, what he's done, uh, you know, Coach Boone prior to, you know, the Suitland. So, I mean, there, there were so many different coaches and players that could have been featured on there. But I think there'll probably be a part two coming up. I, I would love to see a part two. Yeah, we we'll have to. <laughs> Jakia, when I hear all those names, I try to, you know, who are some of the players that you looked up to? And then in the WNBA now, who are some players that you look you look up to? Oh, I definitely look up to like Skylar Diggins, Asia Durr, especially Asia Durr. I love the way she plays, especially mostly all the left-handed guards. <laughs> I really, I really look up to them because I like I can relate to them. Um, Arjakia, Ace is graduating. Kai, Kai is graduating, right? No. Oh, Kai was a junior. Okay. Um, Elisa, I always mess that child's name. How do you say? It? Is it Elisa? Yeah, Elisa. Okay, Elisa, it will be a year older. Um, what are you most excited about when you guys reunite as reigning ACC champs? I just can't wait to get back to work. I, I'm like itching to play in the conference tournament again, so I just can't wait. Let me tell you this little quick story, though, Chris and Coach. I don't know if y'all know. D tell me if you know about this, Jaquia. You probably do. My role, ACC Network, something I said, I was like, I don't know which NC State team is going to show up. Like, that's going to matter. <laughs> Apparently, it becomes slight bulletin board material, and Coach Westmore actually called me out in a press conference. And I was like, all right, Coach, let's talk about it, because y'all did get a little inconsistent at points. And finally, we hashed it all out, and he was like, well, I guess I should be thanking you. So, Jakia, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that tweet. Everyone in the locker room talked about it. <laughs> I didn't mean it in a bad way, but you got to be honest, Jakia. A couple of them L's y'all took were definitely head scratchers. Yeah, we definitely had our ups and downs throughout the season, but... I'm glad we needed that. We really actually needed those losses to get past them to get to where we are now. Monica, she didn't say she needed you. She said they needed those losses. She was like, oh, thank you. Oh, you get, like, take yeah, I did. I did. You were like, oh, thank you so much. But no, she was not showing you that love. I mean, they were 28 and 4, Monica. You're throwing them under the they bus. Were. The ACC champions. You're like, you're underachieving. See, Monica would be a crazy good coach, wouldn't she, coach? I think so. Yeah, she would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of coaching, though, Chris, that's a great point. Coach, you've been in the game, right? And we're hearing yeah. now folks have qualms, we'll just say, to put it politely, about Jakia's generation in terms of this being a different breed of athlete. But you are still successful. You were successful then, you're successful now. What kind of stock do you put into that narrative? Um, as far as today's athletes are concerned? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think anything has changed. I think, uh, you know, young people today still want to be they want to be great and they want to be pushed. I think the communication is important. I think, uh, you know, some of the old school methods might not work today, uh, but you just have to find a way as a coach to, to make sure that your message gets across and, uh, and understand that the bottom line is for them to, to get to college, to get to where your kid is at, to be on that stage. Um, that's what you're preparing them for. Uh, because, you know, some people, they, they want to be pushed to that next level. And I think the kids in the past, they wanted to be pushed as well as these young ladies today. Uh, Jakia reminds me of Tia Bell that she mm -hmm. played against. Yeah. Um, in that sense, it just referred to me and they're wanting to be great, always working on their game. So I don't think anything really has changed. I think society has changed as a whole, but I don't think the young people want it any less than you you guys did back in the day. I mean, I think these kids are competitive. They're highly skilled. Uh, they have access to training that we that 
we didn't have, you know, when I was coming up, I mean, we trained, but this, the skill level is, 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 has risen, you know, over the last 20 years. So um, I think these young people really, they want to be successful just as if, you know, the young people in the past wanted to be. You know, Coach, you make a good point. So, Jakia, I got to ask you this question on that note. You know, for, for men and young basketball players, you always think, I want to make it to the NBA, right? Seeing where you are now, okay, you're, you're a really good college player starting off. How much have you thought about the WNBA and what it takes to get there? Um, I honestly haven't thought that much of it since it's, it seems like so far away. But I have, since the I watched the draft this year, like the whole draft, and it kind of made me want to itch and just want to go get it. But I just had, I still know I have time to develop and become a, the best player I can until I get to that point. So as of right now, I'm not really thinking about it. I just want to continue to develop as a player and as a person. And then in a couple of years, I'll hopefully I'll be on that draft. So exciting. All right, so on that note, to this point in your career as a basketball player, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of winning the ACC championship. Okay. I like that. I like that. <laughs> What has been the biggest challenge then? For me, I've always wanted to win a championship. So I could say that the biggest challenge was back in high school when my junior and senior year, especially trying to get there, we lost in the final four. So in the next year, we get into the championship and losing. So that was a big challenge for me, just trying to win a championship in high school. So it's something I've always wanted. So finally getting it in college was like the biggest achievement I could ever have. Coach, I see you nodding your head. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I felt like it was just a great year, uh, you know, for for her, uh, you know, our other freshmen that were in college and as well as the our five seniors this year. So, like I said, it, she said it was a journey. You know, we progressively got better every year. So, it, you know, finally culminated in championship this year. But I, I definitely understand what, she, what she's talking about. <laughs> All right. So then how do you answer that question? What are you most proud of to this point in your journey? Um, just, just the lives that I've been able to interact and cross with and, and been able to help and mentor um, and to be able to see the young people, you know, get to that next level and, and as, a, as a person, you know, professional people, you know, it's not even about the basketball piece. They're successful in life. And I think that's the most important thing. And that's what I'm most proud about. All right. So I love that answer, coach. All the respect in the world. But I guess you're not going to pick one title versus another, huh? <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they all, every team was special. And I think every, every group is different. I mean, even if it's the same group, they come back mature. They come back uh, more seasoned. So every team has a story to tell. And, and I've enjoyed each and every process because everything you learn, you learn through everything. Even if you don't win the championship with that particular team, um, that team helps you win the championship the next year or the next year. So uh, Jakia's team, you know, going to the final four, going to the championship, we wouldn't have won a championship this year without that team getting them ready, you know, going through the process. So um, I would have to say my, my first championship at Woodson, I think, was, was, was important. First city title. Um, and I think also just, you know, this year. I think this year was special because it was the first one at Bishop McLemore. But every team that I've had, I mean, I've, you know, I love all my players and, and my coaching staffs. I mean, I, I just think it's, it's just great to be able to give back. 
we should mention the first of seven straight DC titles, right? Because you just said it on my first title, like you won one and then lost like five years in a row. So let's make sure we say that first of seven straight uh, DC titles and part of what was it, 98 consecutive uh, league wins. But how were you so prepared for that? Because obviously you started coaching at such a young age. So, oh yeah, you had success at Woodson, you're having success at McNamara, but what do you point to being the thing that led to that success from the very start? I just think just my background, um, you know, my mother was, was a coach um, and teacher, a physical educator, um, you know, for 40 years. Um, so she was really my first coach and really taught me the discipline that I needed to be successful. Uh, and then going to DeMatha and playing for Coach Wooten, I think that was the most, uh, you know, influential person in my coaching career because he, you know, just set the example of, of what it was to, to be the, a, a great coach and a teacher. So I would have to say that obviously playing for Coach Wooten, that, that helped as well. Man, I love that. Okay, Chris, do you have any more real journalism questions? Because I got some fun stuff. <laughs> let's give, let's have some fun with it. All right, Jakia, finish this statement. Coach Oliver is highly upset when what? <laughs> like, how, what does he start doing when he's like ticked off, had enough? Y'all better stop playing. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I need to remember it, actually. <laughs> right, right. That's a good thing. <laughs> Oh, when he do like, you want me to do, can I do this face? Of course, video, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so it look like he'll put his hand on his chin and like yeah. hold his mouth up. <laughs> All right, coach, Jakia yeah. is serious. She's locked in when what? Oh, man. I mean, she, Jakia comes in locked in every day. I mean, it was, there wasn't a time where she wasn't locked in. And that's what I loved about coaching her. Uh, she was ready. I mean, she was ready, prepared. Um, she was low maintenance because she did everything on her own. She came in and put in the work that she needed to to do to be ready for games. And I never had to worry about her being ready for a game. I mean, I think she approached the game the right way. And I think you saw that this year at SC State. She approaches the game the right way and it translated to the next level. You know, I, I love these answers, but I wanted you to say something like <laughs> when somebody hits her in her eye and her eyelash gets messed up, what's like, <laughs> she's pissed, like. <laughs> no, she always comes ready. She always comes ready, you know, ready to play, you know, looks good on the court. You know, she's always ready. All right, Jakia, the thing you remember most about playing under Coach Oliver? Monica, why all your questions got to stump our guest yeah. every single that. time? This, this, this thing so is about questions. relationships. Yeah, like I have so many <laughs> memories at McNamara. And with well, Coach girl, we don't know if it's the last one on the list or the first one on the list. Just give us one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess the most memorable moment, I guess it was my last game. Okay. So... I just knew it was coming to an end, and Coach Oliver talked to me, so I just remember that the most. Um, man, Coach, you're going to give me something real thoughtful about how is always prepared, but <laughs> I'm going to ask you anyway. What, can you give me a funny moment that you remember with Jakia? Uh, I mean, there were so many moments. I mean, like you said, I, I've known Jakia since she was in sixth grade, so um, just watching her grow um, as a person, as a player, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, I mean, just to see her develop. Um, and then have an opportunity for her to come to McNamara and, and to help build the program. I mean, I think she was one of the ones where when she came in, you know, people knew that we had a serious program um, mm -hmm. because she carried herself in the right way. And she was, you know, she's so efficient. She led the team in scoring as a freshman uh, and finished as our all-time leading scorer. So, you know, I, I just think her – we went to New York one time and we played uh, uh, up in South Shore in, in Brooklyn. And uh, I have a good friend, Coach Anwar, who's the coach up there. Uh, but we played a team, and, and she had – I think she was going on 42, 43, 
44 <laughs> points, you know. So, you know, just I remember trying to, you know, I was like, hey, if you can get 50, get 50. You oh, know? yeah. I remember <laughs> you know, that. You know, I so it's just, yeah, we, we called a couple plays in the end, you know, for her to get it. And then after that, it was like, okay, you know, I just, you know, we don't want any injuries or anything like that. But she was playing at a high level. And, and you know, when you get somebody rolling like that, that's that's a big deal. I mean, for somebody to, to play at that level and to to reach that point, I mean, that's that's amazing. So I definitely that that's a memory that stands out. We just heard mm-hmm. we talk about her being prepared. I mean, she was prepared. And that was a tough team we were playing as well. Yeah, so. that's big energy. What's the record in this joint energy? Jakia, what do you remember <laughs> about that game? I couldn't miss. I just I just I didn't understand. <laughs> like, you know the, I just came in, I was I was just in a good rhythm off the beginning of the game. That's probably one of the best games I've had in high school. So I love that. She All said, right, she said <laughs> I could miss though, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> she said I could miss. That's all I remember. Yeah, everything I shot went in. <laughs> I love that reaction. You were like puzzled. Like for real, I could <laughs> Like I tried. <laughs> all right, last question. Between the two of you, who is more competitive? <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. See, I get paid to do this. Well, that's not in this case, but we love it. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I'm very competitive. I know she is too. So, um, I want to say me. I'm more competitive. <laughs> there you go, Jakia. Go ahead, better yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, she's very competitive. Very. So, I would have to agree with that. I mean, she's very. I mean, we're both ultra competitive. So, uh, from my standpoint, it's more of a, of a mentor. So, obviously, you know, I would definitely encourage her to be more competitive. But deep down inside, you know, you all know that I'm, I'm very competitive. <laughs> we do know, coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I feel like we've had a lot of fun and this thing is really just flown by. But, you know, Coach Oliver, thank you for stepping to the mic. Jakia Brown Turner, thank you for stepping to the mic as well. Monica, you know, it's always cool kicking in with you, girl. You know how we do. You know how we do, Chris. Appreciate it. You guys, Jakia, honestly, cannot wait to watch y'all in action in ACC. Right now, the way it looks, y'all got to be odds on favor. I know Louisville is excited about what they're bringing out, but we're not talking about them right now. And of course, Coach Oliver, keep doing your thing in the area. You know I appreciate it. Yes, we will do. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me.